Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner, MBE, on Absolute Radio, <laughs> with the commoner, Emily Dean, and the colonial, <gasps> Pierre Novelli. <laughs> wow. Can you believe it? No, I can't believe I'm a commoner. No. I oh, know, it is shocking. If someone came in here and said, spot the commoner, <laughs> yeah. I don't think you'd be the first choice, but you know. You are, I have to say, Frank, worryingly good at keeping secrets, I'm discovering. Mm. Ah, yes. Because... I mean, I would have had it everywhere, wouldn't you, Pierre? It would have been on the correspondence cards already. The well, credit the, card would have been changed. The quote that people have used mainly, I've noticed, in um, when they talk about veteran comic Frank Skinner <laughs> getting an MBE, um, is that um, I said I didn't tell anyone because I was concerned it might be an administrative error. But it wasn't a joke. I actually did think, what could be worse, as, <laughs> as Oliver Hardy would say, than to tell everyone you've got an MBE and then it was like the man who did Skinner's dog foods, you know, that thing for working dogs. <laughs> and then, and on the day, like I've always, my heart has always bled for the, the woman from Rod Stewart's Hot Legs video, <laughs> who, um, who's only her legs appear. Uh, Imagine she said to her mum and dad, oh, I'm going to be in the Rod Stewart video, really excited, family gather round MTV that night, and then it's just her legs. So I didn't want to be that girl. No, you didn't no. want to be... I know someone who was airbrushed off a magazine cover once. Exactly. That's not There's true. many a slip, twixt, cop and lip. That's the way I saw it. <laughs> so eventually I thought I'd better tell my partner. I'll tell her the day before. I was anxious about telling Kath because... Why? Well, as you know, she's the woman who, when I said I was playing... Um, at the Albert Hall in front of the Queen and said, do you, do you want to come? And she said, who else is on? <laughs> so she keeps my feet on the ground, I think. Um, some might say my face. Um, she keeps my face on the ground. No, um, so I told Kath, I said, look, um, I've got an award. And she said, oh, what is it? I said, it's an MBE. And she said... Oh. Well, what do you think about that? <laughs> so I, thought, um, I said, I, I'm pleased about it. And she went, oh, okay. How was that? That's a, that was that conversation. Did she way. seriously respond? She really? honestly did, yeah. That's I, like, uh, I love her. That's like a teacher. So how do you think that exam went? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but what was I supposed to say? I tell you what it is as well, Pierre. It's when people come back to come to the show and say afterwards, "How did you think it went?" Oh no! Um, Famously, of course, the go back after the show and say, "Well, you've done it again." Is the famous <laughs> one, which is uh... that's she's saving that up for when you get the uh, the OBE. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so it was. Um, other than that. I got lots of very, very nice texts from people in this room. Um, on the day, I, I was once um, incarcerated in a house for three days. And if you remember, there was a programme called The Bobble. Oh, yeah, you did it with Vicky Corrin, didn't you? I did it, yeah. I, I did it twice. The first time with uh, Vicky Corrin 
Now, the, the, the one that went out was with, uh, I never call her Vicky, actually. Sorry, it was Victoria yeah. Corran Mitchell and, um, and, and Reg D. Hunter. Oh, yeah. And um, the idea is you're locked away in a house for like three days with no phone, no telephone, no radio. And when you come out, they ask you news stories, whether they're real or, or not real. And we, when we got our phones back, the researcher handed my phone back, um, reeling. She was reeling. And she said, I just wanted to say you've been away for four days and you've had um, four texts and three emails <laughs> in that time. <laughs> And of course, I said, "Well, I've told people I wouldn't be that, but I did." I thought, "No, that's my average. That that's nicely averaged out." And but on on the day it was announced, I got like seventy texts and emails, and I thought, "How do popular people get anything done?" It's a nightmare. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> so you know when they say um, that success makes people unpopular. Mm. I think being unpopular might make people successful because they got more time on their hands. It's, it's uh, honestly I, I just I answered them all, you know. But gosh, did you? Oh, that's adorable. Full-time job. People I hadn't heard of from like 25 years. Still not paying them back. The best of Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Good morning to you. Morgan. Morning. Special morning, special day. Yes, um, in case you didn't catch this earlier, it is my birthday today. I've already opened gifts, yeah. which is exciting. Yeah. Um, I included um, some headed notepaper I've been bought, which says at the top, from the desk of Frank Skinner, MBE, <laughs> which, I mean, who do I send? I think that'd be good maybe for querying a parking ticket. <gasps> Do you yes. know what? I just wondered if that would still have some sway. A it's... vague threat. Yeah. You'll regret this. It's a very sort of nice thing. way of saying, do you know who I am? Yeah, yes. I'm calling it uh, passive-aggressive stationery, and I'm I'm here for it. Mm. I, I'm 66 today. I think the more things I get with my name on, the more helpful, <laughs> just as an aide de memoir. When I from, it's not far from when I'm saying, "Do you know who I am?" It will be a genuine, heartfelt <laughs> inquiry. The slip from rhetoric to to need. <laughs> oh, what a thought! What a thought! Bold. Have you seen the advert where they've changed the words of gold? They haven't. You know, so it says like gold, not bold, rather. You know, bold the washing yes. up. Bold, and it's got built-in <laughs> Lenore. It's stuff like that. That might not be the actual words, but you know, oh, it's got haven't. Lenore. <laughs> you know the thing with bold, and I'm not advertising it because I don't know where our washing machine is. No, but um, <laughs> that shows you in a lovely lot. <laughs> yes, but um, bold has a big thing on the front of it that says something like. Includes Lenore and Lenore gets it sound like low. I think what this is going to draw me into my mouth. Oh, hold on, look, contains Lenore. That's a bonus. I'm so sick of mixing my own bold and Lenore <laughs> yeah, exactly. in, a big, in a big bath in the garden. Exactly. Ready made bold Lenore cocktails. Yeah. Who knew? In a I mean, I don't want to get something that hasn't got Lenore. <laughs> Lenore, yeah, what? Lenore. Bold! 
Plenty of Lenore. Um, anyway. Lenore is quite a whimsical name for a What detergent. is it? What is Lenore? Fabric softener, isn't it? And if you took if the they had about a, Lenore. If there was a contractual disagreement, what would be missing from Bol that Lenore brought to it? It's a softener, isn't it? Is it? I think so. The, th- the beauty of Lenore is its mystery. <laughs> yes, you're probably right. You don't want to start unravelling Lenore's mystery, trust me. OK, I'll, I'll leave it there. I you went down are. that road once. Yeah. That's the other thing I hate, when ho- when adverts cut songs. You know they have to cut songs, but you get yeah. really unsettling cu- cuts. But they don't resolve the... So there's like a holiday one at the moment, and they use Tomorrow from Annie, which mm. one of my favourite musicals ever. Oh, do they and do And it sort of goes, the sun will come out <laughs> tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. And you think, no, no, no it doesn't happen that's, there. That's horrible. There's no build. <laughs> That's not nice. You've taken uh, the grey and lonely out and cut straight to the sunshine. They might have left grey and lonely, but they'd certainly, they certainly get way too early to the, the heartfelt tomorrow, tomorrow. Yeah, I, when, when an advert has to be aggressively trimmed down for a small slot. Guys, one of the worst ones was everybody... Yeah, chicken satay. Mm. No, I'm not having that. Backstreet oh, yeah. Boys. Yeah, you've actually sold it accidentally quite well. <laughs> Does it come with Lenore? <laughs> um, that's can't... one of the great um, year, uh, years in, in the song. What? Yeah. Uh, I lo- tomorrow, tomorrow, I love ya. Term- <laughs> and say I love you. <laughs> Fabulous. Yes, that's the trouble. There's... The orphanage has damaged her vocabulary forever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Absolute Radio. The best of Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. I went on a walking holiday last huh? week. Oh! Me and uh, Kath, we love a walking holiday, my partner. So we, um, what we did is we just got the train to Reading and then walked back to London from there. Mm. And um, not in a day, three days. And um, we, uh, what you do, there's a system by which you go off on your walk that morning with your little backpack, pat lunch, mm. you know, a bottle of water, map even. Oh. And... Um, and then someone comes, a driver man, and um, or lady, and takes uh, takes your bag to the next to your next uh, destination. Ah, so you still have your luggage. Yeah, so you don't have to carry all the heavy stuff. Yeah. I know it's a bit of a cheat, but it's it's a nice way. Mm. It's based on the old sort of native bearer theory of, uh, you know, the sort of upside-down lion <laughs> on a stick. Yeah, it's yeah, that kind yeah. of... Uh, <laughs> It's that kind of process, but it makes it a, an easier thing. But we're doing 20 miles a day, you know. I'm an older man, Commander. <laughs> <laughs> so any road up, we were staying at the Devere in Old Windsor. Mm. OK. We don't normally do a hotel. We, we uh, favour a B&B. <laughs> but anyway, we ended up at the Devere, big hotel. And um, I went down for breakfast and this woman said, Oh, my God. Alan Carr. And I said, no. She said, I said, I'm not. I'm honestly not. She said, you are. I said, I'm honestly. She said, well, she said, you sound exactly like him. Now, I'm going to allow a bit of, you know, a bit of wiggle room in a lookalike, but 
I do not sound exactly <laughs> like Alan Carr. No. I mean, I had gone down and said, Oh, can I have breakfast, please? <laughs> no, I hadn't done that. I hadn't done that. But um, she was very insistent, uh, this woman. Really? And... Um, Kath, I hope Alan's listened to your impression of it. <laughs> I think he'll be all right. Isn't he? Yeah. I hope he is. We love him. So, um, um, I uh, this probably happens God. to him all the time, and people think he's no, I doubt it. So, she was very convinced, and I said to Kath, so we, we should tell her. And yeah. I said, no, let her believe. <laughs> I'm Alan Carr, because in 2023, Alan Carr is a much more exciting encounter than I am. <laughs> <laughs> and she said, well, I'm, I'm going to tell her. So she said, um, she said to the woman, uh, he's not Alan Carr. <laughs> and the woman, you could see, was thinking, I know he is, for sure. Yeah, you're trying to hide your and fame. She, and she said, he's, um, he's Frank Skinner. And I saw the woman, speaking of extraneous noises, the woman went, oh. I could see, I could feel, feel, feel the ladle going a little deeper into a memory goulash. The pause, Frank, the pause is cruel. But I think she might have found me down there at the bottom of the cauldron. Mm. They always do. Yeah. And she went, oh, yeah. Can I have a photo? And um, it's I too said, late for that. I said, uh, <laughs> I said, whoa, no, I said, no, I didn't. I said, um, stop it. <laughs> I said, um, okay, but I, I've just got to go and do something in the room, and then on the way out, we'll come and see you for a photo. And she said, oh, you won't come back. I said, oh, well, honestly, I will come back. So I'll tell you after this what happened when we went back. Absolute radio. So I went, I, if you remember, I'm at the De Vere in Old Windsor. Mm. Um, <laughs> sound like an old colonel. <laughs> I'll be, not a character from the Archers. I'll be staying at the De Vere. It's the biggest hotel I've ever been in, the dining oh. room. I thought they'd done that thing that they do in places sometimes. The De Vere a, is a chain, we should say, I yeah. believe. Well, this place, it, I thought they had a mirror a mirrored wall to make it look massive. Yeah. The dining room. But no, it was massive. All <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, not that we got into the dining room because uh, we had the dog with us, so we had to eat um, just outside the dining room. No dogs are allowed. Where were you Ooh. sat? What did you have to sit down? It's like a bar nearby, so we had breakfast in there. Oh, in the doghouse. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So anyway, I went, uh, I went back to uh, to do the photo because you know man of the people yeah so um when i went back i met this guy he came over and said hello and i thought god i know you and he used to go to my church all right he's called uh, brendan and he was there with um, the catholic voices convention <laughs> um, <laughs> right uh, yeah voices Let's get that spelling right. Yes. Not vices. And um, so there was a few hundred um, Catholics packed into the place. Mm. It used to be a Catholic boarding school, this hotel. I don't know if that's what drew them in. Well, they I know that's what it. drew you in. Yeah. 
Well, they said, go and have a look at the chapel. And I went and had a look at the chapel and it's like tables and chairs in there and stuff. It's like for weddings. Uh. <sighs> <laughs> anyway, so I went to do me photo and um, I had a chat with Brenda and then I went over to the lady you mm. thought, and she said, uh, oh, hello again. She said, thanks for coming back. She said, oh, I heard about your dog. I said, what about my dog? She said, uh, it pooed in the corridor. I said, it absolutely didn't. I said, we've been with it all. She said, oh, no, no, everyone's saying it did. I said, everyone. And then Brendan said, yeah, yeah, some of the Catholic voices, uh, people were saying your dog had poo. I said, what? Gone through Catholic voices? <laughs> um, First and, Alan Carr, now this. Exactly. How many voices am I expected to speak in? <laughs> so I said, my dog has not... I've been with, with her all the time. It, abs- that, it just um, it didn't happen. And this woman was saying, oh, yeah, it did. It did, your dog did. So um, we went to reception and I said, um, look. I don't like where this is going, Pierre. I said to the man, I said. (laughs) Now look here. I said, look, there's a story going around the hotel. (laughs) You should have stayed Alan Carr. (laughs) I said to Kath, I said, if you'd have kept your mouth shut, it would have been Alan Carr's dog. Yeah, the story would only fine. have unravelled when the woman said, yes, Alan Carr was here with his wife. Yeah, that would, that <laughs> would have been a shocker. <laughs> I, I think that would have overdone the pooing element. Yeah. He was here with his what? <laughs> <laughs> and the dog pooed it. Never mind that. Who was he here with? <laughs> the best of Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. People have been in touch. Good. Firstly, just a, a quick quizzy for you from Donna Tibby. Yeah. Do you prefer to be called Francis, Frankie or Frank? No, I think I think Frank is... I think the only person who's called me Frankie was a man who worked in the Versace shop in Milan. <laughs> really? Uh, <laughs> I, he was Frankie. I'm going to need a little more than that. Yeah. Well, I went in there with. A, I was filming for a sort of holiday show, oh, and I went happening? in there to try on some leather dungarees. <laughs> and um, has this been generated by AI? This anecdote. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? 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 Has this been generated by Zoolander? This anecdote. Yeah. What the hell is so, going on? Because uh, I must have told you this story before. We went. We left. He was very sort of nice man. Um, oh, Frankie! Welcome to my show. Oh, Frankie! <laughs> you, Frankie, you look fantastic. He was like this, <laughs> and then, uh, and then I went out into the street, and yeah. suddenly there was gunfire. I must have told you this story. No. There was gunfire, and guys drove past in a car, literally hanging out the window, firing guns. God. And it hit the masonry above us, and like, stuff fell down. So this policeman started waving his arms and shouting, but obviously I didn't know what he was saying, but everyone started running. And uh, I used to... T- I don't know if I can still tell this story. One thing that stuck in my mind at the time was we ran, and there was this woman running ahead of me, Attractive woman, like short skirt and all that. And I remember thinking, oh, she's all right. And that was in the very face of death. <laughs> the oh, very jaws of death. Depressing final thought. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, we we went. We all went into like a side alley. Yeah. And then um, 
the police all went round, so we could hear gunfire in the distance. And suddenly, a voice from a window went, "Frankie, Frankie, are you okay?" From from the start. <laughs> Sprinting away in your leather dungarees. Oh, man. No, I hadn't got those on then. I'd left them in this the show. Like cross, cross between The Godfather and a carry-on film. Well... Yeah, well, there's more. I mean, what happened, that was basically the bit that involved me, but the camera crew filmed the police <gasps> arresting these guys. Oh, and, they got them? Yeah. Uh, and one thing they did is they had one guy in the gutter and they had their boot on his throat. Mm. And they um, filmed that and then they took the film to a, um, a, a news station in yeah. Milan. And um, when we got back to the hotel, there was about 10 police there. And they, is the word compounded when they take... Um, what's the uh, word? Impound, impounded? Yeah. Impounded. They impounded... You, the, can I just check something? Were you still wearing the leather dungarees? No, no, I, I never bought them. <laughs> okay. was, the idea was I just tried them on. I can't, can I say I kind of wish you had? Yeah. They were really loose as well, like I could fish in them. Yeah. Oh, yes. Raiders. Um, so, yeah, so the police came and took out the whole day's shoot away and they had to go and see a judge at, like, two in the morning and he had to decide um, what we could keep and what How we much? couldn't. So they took all that, take the, shoot, the shooting stuff. Yeah. Wow. Sorry, I don't know how that story came out, but it was... It literally uh, came from, do you prefer to be called Frank or Frankie? <laughs> <laughs> and now suddenly we find ourselves in a shootout wearing leather dungarees. Frank Skinner, everyone. Who'd have thought great oak trees from little acorns grow? That's, that's what the guy in the shop told me. I said they're quite baggy, this room. <laughs> this is the best of Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So, look, I, I, I went to um, Buckingham Palace on, uh, on Thursday for my investiture. Mm. Mm. And um, it, was, it was all right. <laughs> so what should we talk about now? <laughs> now, I, um, so it was the Princess Royal was presenting. And? Uh, uh, yeah, and uh, the Princess Royal, as opposed to... Yeah. Did they put Royal on the end so they know we're not just calling her a bit of a princess? <laughs> I mean, what is there's a King Royal, if you think about it. There's certainly a King Royal. Yeah. There, there, are, there are Dukes and there are Royal Dukes, and those are different. I know, but a princess... Surely. You don't, don't need to bring up the Royal. It's a given. Now, anyway. I don't want to go on a limb here, but did she, perchance, have her hair back from her face because she favours that style? Yes. I love that style. Yes, she she did have that. Love her. Well, let me tell you, you get briefed. Yeah. You're in a room with people who have got it for all sorts of services too. Services too is the phrase of the day. Yes. Um, like someone had got um, a medal for services to swans and... Other water birds. Really? Mm. I wasn't even familiar with the term uh, water bird. I didn't know that was. A, <laughs> I mainly focus on the air birds, the main category. So you get your briefing. There's a man in a uniform who mm. is referred to as the controller. <laughs> okay. That's nice. And like um, Thomas the Tank Engine, but slimmer. And. Um, he stands in a room and he says, right, now when you go in, because this is in a separate, when you go in to that room, the Princess Royal will be standing on a 
mat very similar to this one. And then he gestures towards a red mat with a rectangular red mat with a golden edge all the way around it. And he said, she does not step off that mat and you must not step on it. (laughs) And I thought, Mm. all right. Sounds a bit edgy about... uh, And he said, can you approach her? He said, you'll be stopped by... And then it was like the Viscount, Cardinal... Yeah. um, Archbishop, Minister of the Interior will be standing there in his uniform. He'll stop you. And then when you're free, you go... He said, you approach the Princess Royal. And he said, approach her in a slow and natural... Walk. In other words, hmm. there are armed men in that room. <laughs> Can I recommend against sprinting wildly yes, I think towards her sacred mat? He looked at me and he thought, he's a yeah. bolter. Yeah. That guy's a bolter. <laughs> but I, I might have for a... For Hand, a hands up full Usain Bolt. <laughs> Yeah. Can you imagine with the frock coat, the tails flapping yeah, behind you? Oh, tackle. I'm so excited. I just race away. Um, oh, I've been shot. Your, so, uh, Your Majesty, I brought you my favourite knife from home for you to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, we we autographed my lump hammer. <laughs> um, so, um, and he so says, also, when what you. What was it again? Slow and. It's in a slow and natural manner. Do you know what I love? I love natural. Yeah. I'd say there's so a don't country. walk up, don't do jazz hands. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Don't walk slowly. Hey, you know. come Princess on, Royal, Princess <laughs> Royal. <laughs> no, don't do that. Frank, I'd yeah. like it if you did a, a don't Bob put Fosse in... Chicago walk. <laughs> what if it said, don't put Royal in, in inverted air commas? She hates that. We will shoot off your fingers if you do that. <laughs> oh, man. So, um, and he said... Uh, yeah, you said the, the mat will be like this one, so we'd recognise the mat. I just thought, oh, it'd be the mat with her on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have scattered several decoy mats yeah, exactly. to, for security reasons. So it's like, it was like, it was like the, I tell you what, it's like a manager's technical area. <laughs> She has, to, she has to stay in the mat and we don't stray into it. I hope but, she doesn't uh, come out like Arteta all the time. No, but who knew, who knew there was a, like a, a exclusive royal mat? Is the mat like a sort of bath afternoon. mat size? It's about so long and about I so wide. It's a rectangle. Oh, sorry. Oh, it's yeah. A, oh, yeah, I forgot it was on radio. It's yeah. it's a rectangle, I'd say, mm. two, two, three foot by mm. four foot, maybe. What would have happened if you'd have crossed the mat, do you think? Oh, I just I think. <laughs> well, she, to be fair, she stands right at the edge of the mat with her toe virtually on the goal. I mean, I looked over my shoulder for a dartboard. <laughs> <laughs> There's an element of hockey <laughs> about the golden braid. <laughs> Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. So you're you've looked up. I've looked up. You're on now the you mat. have to looking down is the key. That's the other thing you're told. Is that before you approached in a in a in a natural uh <laughs> slow non controversial manner, you walk yeah. towards the uh the royal mat. And then you stop in front of the mat about um a meter. And then you uh, and then you bow, but he says bow from the neck, not from the waist. Oh, he said. And I thought, I think the danger is a man my age could bow from the waist, <laughs> topple, and I'd be mown down before I reached. 
creature's gravity would finish me off. Yes. But, you'd, but, yeah. And you'd, hit, you'd hit the mat with your head. Oh, God. What? Hit, touch the mat? Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here. Even as a body. Oh, no. Never touch the mat. <laughs> I'm imagining it's some sort of hovering, uh, you know, you know, like Baby Yoda in uh, in the Mandalorian. <laughs> when you when you all leave the room, well, how does she, she get in the room if she can't leave the mat? Is she dragged in on the mat? Like a magic carpet. Does she mat surf? So she's like this, a bit slower, a bit bit more at the left, and they sort of pull her in. Well, they have to pick up all the sort of stepping stone mats that got her to that mat. <laughs> oh, yeah. And they'll quickly lift them up or she'll just go back. I bet they just bought one of those carpet squares books. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I, I finally... Because you're passing as well. You know when you go... I don't know if you've what ever was been... it like inside, Frank? Two gold. <laughs> you can, I've never heard of anything too gold. Really? No, it was too gold. It's the goldest place I've ever been in my life, Buckingham Palace. Is it? Everything. Is it all every, gold? The ceilings, the walls. I mean, it's dripping with with gold. Is it quite dictator chic? It's quite nouveau riche, <laughs> considering it's absolutely as old riche <laughs> as you. The guy asked a guy about it. He said, well, we haven't, uh, the last furniture, he said that the newest furniture in here is 1830. <laughs> oh my God. Um, you know when you get to like a posh house and there's a suit of armour in the corner? Well, there was those. Yes, but there I've was... seen American rom-coms. Yeah. <laughs> well, there was, um, there was that, but there was people in them <laughs> so there was guys in proper like silver helmets and breastplates just standing intermittently like you get intermittent chairs in a hotel corridor household cavalry yeah there was people in there. Tell me, yeah. Please tell me you checked your hair in the breastplates of one of them. No, the, the the men. I mean, the men. They all have that stare straight ahead. You mm. can't. You can't. Um, you can't join they, into they, conversation. They don't walk slow and natural, do they? They. They don't move. Oh, they clank. But they got swords. These guys. Mm. Shut some, up. Some have got guns. Some have got swords. Just to keep you guessing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just in case you, you don't walk natural enough. <laughs> <laughs> Be careful. The best of Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. Um, so, yes, the hook. Mm. When you arrive at the palace, as soon, as soon as you walk into the room, there is a table with a nice lady who's got all these little hooks. Uh, are you familiar with the concept of the picture rail? Mm. used to have them in uh, council houses and stuff and they'd be about 18 inches from the top of the ceiling and there was these hooks that you put on them and then so you could hang your pictures on that hook so it was a separate little thing so they put one of those on your lapel and that's your metal hook Oh. because uh, Princess Fall hasn't got time to pin them all on and you know there could be blood on the mat so hang on, you're wandering around with a hook sticking. So out. every everyone who's winning by then you realise who's friends and who's winners because uh, the winners have got their hook. The hook of triumph. Yeah, exactly. Uh, do you know what? I would have stolen a hook so people thought I was a winner. Uh, well, I would have had to. I'm sorry. Well, if ever you go with with, with anyone, take take your own hook. Yes. So look, I finally got to. Um, I did my I did my bow from the neck. Mm. And, um, is your name called? Does it say Mr. Frank's? No, it says uh, 
For services to entertainment, Mr. Christopher Collins, known as Frank Skinner. Known as. Oh, the artist got, formerly known you got, as. You got introduced like a, an old lag. <laughs> yeah, so I turned... In, in, in a lineup. I, exactly. A.K.A. Exactly. <laughs> exactly <laughs> alias, alias the bone crusher. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so she said to me, oh, what's with the two names? Did she, was that her Oprah? Yeah, that was her Oprah. Do and you know, I, I've always loved that woman. And I did think, well, you used to be Princess Anne. <laughs> I know you're Princess Royal. Did I Did I ask about the two names? What no. did you say? Oh, I explained um, that I, when you join the Actors' Union, you, you can't have two people with the same. And she said, oh, it was already another one, was that? I said, yeah, he was a pop singer in Burnley. What, you were saying this while you got your medal? Talking <laughs> about a pop singer in Burnley. And I said, they interviewed him. <laughs> They interviewed him and he said uh, in the Daily Mirror, you know, what do you think about having the same name as Frank Skinner? And he said, I wish I'd got his money. She laughed, obviously, something she'd heard said yeah. many times. <laughs> and um, she asked where I got the name from and I said it was in my dad's pop domino team. And then she asked about that because she's sport mad. She loved, oh, mm. you did well to bring the sport. Well, I, did, I made and... one thing I wasn't sure it was because she said, Did you always want to be uh, an entertainer? And I said, Well, I did want to be a cowboy early on. I said, But unlike yourself, I was never good on a horse. What did she say? There was a slight element in her face of too personal. Oh. Yes, Keep you're... me out of this. Yes, you're never supposed to rub no, them into no, your, I... your world. <laughs> no, yeah. I... Yeah, that, I realised I'd made a, I'd made oh, a lasso them in. Lean onto the mat. Who does your hair? You, know, <laughs> no, no, no. you love your shoes. <laughs> I, I didn't say, do you live in High Barney? Fine. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, um, come on. So anyway, she was great. Look, I really like her. She's pretty cool. Um, Pierre's lost it over the high barnet. But um, what Uh, happened there was I, she said, well, thank you. And she shakes my hand and I says, thank you. And she says, congratulations. And then I I nod and I go to walk away and she picks up a, a medal. And I thought, oh, God, I haven't had me medal. So I went back. You didn't. And um, she said, no, you you only get one. And I'd already, I hadn't noticed she'd, she'd already oh. hooked me. And I thought, oh, God, you get medal Quick at the like end. like a ninja. So I'd gone back. I'd, I'd, what I'd done is I'd, I'd approached the mat from the wrong angle. Oh, no. I was dicing with death there for a minute. I've seen the photo. There's, I think there's Gurkhas in the background. There you, are, you, you were lucky enough there's to get a, a, a Gurkha through the neck. Oh, God, if he'd have run at me, I'd have shouted, I've met Joanna Lobley! I've met Joanna Lobley! <laughs> But it was too late. <laughs> There's a Gurkha absolutely staring down your manager. Anyway, she was very good about it. Yes. I mean, you only get one was a pretty good comeback from her. <laughs> yeah. And I said, sorry, I've never done this before, which is fair enough. But, um, uh, yeah. So, look. Oh. He's brought it in. He's I brought it, it in, yeah. Oh, oh he's only look got it, it out. Hold it. These are the washing instructions. <laughs> I'll let you have a look at it in a minute. Oh, yeah. oh, do you know the way you brought that out was so, I want to call it slow and natural. What I mm. like about it, on the case, it says MBE. Yes. So you don't want to turn up at something wrong and you've brought your sunglasses. <laughs> Absolute Radio. The best of Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Here's a thing, here is a thing. I, um, I like to try um, unusual drinks and foods, uh, especially if they're sold as um, health-giving. 
Yes. I buy into the uh, the old fall song title, Eat Yourself Fitter. And um, I tried black lemonade. Oh. Giving it a go? I look to you, Em. Of course not. No, OK. What is it? Black lemonade is... Um, Good band name. It contains, yeah, it, it contains charcoal. Oh. And um, that is all you know and all you need to know. And it's um, disgusting. Is it? <laughs> it? I can't tell you. It's the worst commercially sold drink I have ever tasted. It sounds very much like something you'd buy from a Canterbury Tales character. Well, yeah. one of your yeah. humours. Well, Did they have lemonade? <laughs> very probably. I reminded me of... I remember um, discovering that the Texas Rangers back in the days of the Wild West would drink out of a hoof print when times were hard. <laughs> you know, the big rain would have gathered in a hoof print and they'd drink. And I, I bet you that tasted better than black lemonade. Is it, is it the dread activated charcoal? Because you'll find that a lot in allegedly oh, health-giving yes. compounds. Yeah, I, don't, I didn't notice if it was activated. It sounded like something was at, at, at work. Is that the stuff when you get the charcoal toothpaste? Yes, I think so. Oh, hey, yes. Do you ever use I've, that? I've had black toothpaste, yeah. But toothpaste... Oh, it's the toothpaste. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I don't mind, because toothpaste is, you know, it's, it's in and it's out. You don't mind, but when you see someone coming into the room saying, oh, I was just wondering... Oh, it's quite a sight. Well, I've heard people say that... Um, I remember I went through a period in my early day when I first started cleaning my teeth. What, when was that? Well, you know when my brother brought home a toothbrush when he was about 16? <laughs> and my dad said, <laughs> we've lost him. <laughs> My dad honestly said, I don't know who he thinks he is. <laughs> that, was your, that was like metal bird in sky. <laughs> oh, man, like God. educated Rita. Um, but, yeah, there was much suspicion. We um, lost him. Brought home a toothbrush like an unsuitable bride. Yeah, get that out of him. He didn't actually stop him from using it. When I first started God, using, very generous of him. when yeah. I first started using, I used to. We didn't have toothpaste in the house. My oh, brother kept his away. <laughs> I used to just put salt on it, yeah, and brush with that. But it can um, the gums don't like it, is it? Yeah, the gums start to become inflamed. Oh. You, you should see the, the expression on Pierre's face, which he's trying to, to sort of disguise, but he's like <laughs> salt on a toothbrush. I've, I've heard of that, but I'm more surprised that it wasn't good. I thought that was the thing, salt on a toothbrush. Well, I... Um, For people who are allergic to fluoride. Remember my dad would, would be a man who'd walk into the kitchen, take the top off the, off the butter dish, um, take out a scoop and just... Put it on his straight on his hair before going out. <laughs> so it was different times, is my point. Yeah. What I was getting at is that some people I'd heard used soot, mm. and they would. Well, I put think we soot. know which family they were. Yeah, it was that wasn't <laughs> us. Um, but that makes me think that that the charcoal thing was around then, but in yeah. its more um, in its more primitive form. Which that was almost everything. <laughs>
You could call it artisanally produced yeah. charcoal toothpaste. Anyway, um, if you see black lemonade in a shop, don't. The best of Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I tell you what, though, it's never worn off for me because that's how I've been in um, Amsterdam this week. Something that, from when I first went abroad, probably whatever it was, 30 years ago, um, I still love watching um, television oh, yeah. made by <laughs> places like uh, the Netherlands. Yes. Uh, there was a music show that was on in the evening and there would be shows where the, an act would come on. Everybody is, like, old. All the singers are much older. There's, ageism doesn't seem to be such a thing since we Ooh. reverse. I might look into it. So what you get, there's groups like 10 blokes all in their 50s. Um, and the songs are like, they sing along, and they're all drinking beer and stuff. Yeah. And you think, this is, I can't believe this exists. Who would be interested in this? And then it pans to the audience. There's like 20,000 people in the studio. There's like endless people singing along. It was a great bit, but because you get those sort of. There's one um, video of blokes like that, and it's just close-ups of blokes drinking beer and it like dripping off their chin. We had a drink twice, and they're just throwing it down them. It's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, then you get a bloke who'll come out, a bloke about fifty odd, and go. Uh, I love the world and sing it in English and you'll get women crying in the audience. They cut to one fabulous moment in the audience. It was like a rock and roll band, of course. And there was people dancing. There was one bloke sitting, you can see in the audience, who literally had his hands over his ears. <laughs> Oh, it sounds man. like sort of Saturday night TV in 1974. Yes, and then yeah. you cut to a chat show where it's like they're discussing. I don't know what they're discussing. I don't speak Dutch. But there'll be a bloke like who's got like a fur jacket and orange glasses and long hair, bloke about 70, <laughs> who's been taken completely seriously in some conversation. I think, well, yeah. who, is, who is this bloke? Who everyone is listening to as if he isn't... Um, Mad. <laughs> oh, it's, it's brilliant. It's the thing with other countries' celebrities, because there's always so much context to explain. Yeah. Mm. We sort of say, who is, you said to a Dutch person, who's this? And they go, oh, well, he's Peter yeah. Polder. Peter yeah. Polder, oh, everyone loves him. And they sort of explain uh, yeah. that oh, he hosted a show about like, uh, rescuing animals. Yeah, and then also so, he... Yeah, exactly. What? Well, the names become, like when I went to France, they were saying, you don't know Clo Clo? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not familiar with Clo Clo. I, I had this conversation yeah. about Vil Glahe, the accordionist, when I was in Germany once. <laughs> Will Glahe's not big in England? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Just like I when I it. moved here and had to learn about Noel Edmonds. Yeah, well, I can, yeah, that, I, obviously that's tough. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is the best of Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So, yeah, I went to um, lockdown, <laughs> went to download. It was, uh, I, okay, guest time, guest for you, you two. Apart from, obviously, the showers and the toilets, which are traditional, enormous queues, what would you say were the two biggest queues daily? 
at um Okay. At mm, big, you three big, big, big potato stand. I was no. con- pulled pork. Mm. <laughs> I'll tell you something, I've never seen so much pulled what, what I is knew it? it. I knew it. What's, what? When did the pulled pork revolution begin? Why not? Do, why do they call? Why is it pulled? Why make it all part of a branding no, but, thing? Well, hey, I don't know what it is. But when did people yeah, start? Yeah, well, no, he's when, the meat correspondent. When mm. did it appear? Pulled pork. Yeah, I think uh, about ten years ago. <laughs> We've had about a decade of, of from from hipster uh, uh, meat to dominating the meat landscape. Pulled pork. I think you'll find Kermit the Frog pulled pork in the 1980s. Are you actually serious? That's all right. Pulled as in got a girlfriend who was made of pork. I know what it means. You're making it worse, a girlfriend made of pork. People never talk about pigs being made of pork, do they? Or girlfriends, Frank. Or girlfriends. It's their main quality. So uh, what is the nature of the pulling? Kermit the Frog has got a girlfriend made of pork. pork. Made of pork, yeah. It's a very sinister... Can we all just sit with that for a moment? (laughs) Miss Piggy wouldn't be happy to hear that. So, uh, pulling of pork. Um, so there was there was that it wasn't a food cue. Okay, but I okay. think that was a reasonable suggestion. It was, Thank it you. was, and pulled pork. Well, obviously, was a big theme there. Okay. I I didn't realise how much pulled pork had taken off. Well, did you explain what how it is pulled? Um, they sort of pull it off the bone. They slow cook it so it's very oh, tender, God. and they sort of shred it with. Um, you could do it yourself if you use two forks. Two forks. Two forks. I'm busy, bloke. Okay. I'll get Edward scissor hands. What about Edward fork hands? He comes around and does it for you. He's your pork puller. The trouble is with Edward fork hands, he only really eats corn on the cob. (laughs) That's his specialist. I've got a question. Maybe some of our uh, readers know. Is there a pork pulling job? Is there one man or or lady who does that as a job? I've I've seen the meat shredder in action. The shredder. A, 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 man, a man in the back of the van with two forks oh. going for it. You see, that's gone a bit late night horror movie, The Shredder. Yeah, mm. that sounds yeah. a bit like, was it Billy the Kid in <laughs> Silence of the Lambs? Yeah. Back of the van. Buffalo oh. Bill. Oh, oh, Buffalo. Buffalo Bill. I know it was some Wild West oh, legend. Buffalo Hill. See, he'll know that, animal based. Here's the thing, then. Oh, it's really the cue, Frank. I'm going to another another guess. Some sort of glitter face painting thing. Oh, it's in the... Body art it's, related. Yes, I'm going to give you that. The <gasps> tattoo store. Ah. The tattoo store had... You know those zigzag railings <laughs> that they have on check-in? To, uh, to, For tattoos? Yeah. For people having tattoos. Wow. Do you know what I mean by a zigzag railing? So you don't have a big, long, long straight line. Yeah. Yeah. For so people then think, oh, I'll go and have a tattoo. It feels to me a tattoo needs a bit more planning. It's too whimsical. That, you know, you've had pe- three cans of beer. <laughs> Frank, a lot of these people are. Uh, let's let's use an Elvis phrase uh, beloved by him, strung out. Well, <laughs> I have to say that, um, and I'm not just saying this, but I, the, the the actual <laughs> mood at because um, the sort of the voice, it's it's all like. It's it's heavy metal we're dealing with in the main, and the thing worse is what the heavy metal fan is saying: worship the devil, yeah. kill all people and eat them. Open brackets, but not really. Yeah, <laughs> and that's the t- and everybody was so lovely and nice to my child. It was great. If only life could be like that all the time. And they forgave me that I wasn't wearing a band T-shirt. I think the only person who wasn't wearing a T-shirt. In fact, the only T-shirt. 
Only person not wearing a T-shirt with El Diablo <laughs> on the front. <laughs> Absolute radio. I tell you, I had a. Um, see what you think about this. Cause okay. I thought, can I talk about this on the radio after it happened? And I thought, yeah, it'll be fine. I'm very sensitive. <laughs> so first of all, the first bit's all right. I I, I got on the tube um, last night. The tube being the London Underground <laughs> for those outside of uh, of London. I never like to assume. And when I say I got on it. I went, I got to the barrier where you have to show your ticket and I got out my over 60s uh, travel card. Yeah. Um, which was given to me on my 60th birthday by um, the establishment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the powers that be. I don't know who officially had it out, as you, as you can tell. This all sounds very <laughs> Kafka. Yes. Mm. So it says 60 plus London and um, it's got a picture of me. I'm waving it about now. And I, I so I, I got. Uh, uh, <laughs> I sung a bar of the glamorous laugh yeah. by Fergie. Fame. <laughs> so uh, now everyone gets David this. Bowie. Everyone gets this. So um, I got to the barrier and it wouldn't work. Oh, my loyal over sixties travel card. And I looked at it, and for the first time ever, and I must have looked at it a thousand times, I realised it has on it. Discount <laughs> expiry date, 12th of February, 23. Were they expecting your demise? Well, I, I, say, I think uh, in an over-60s travel card, I think I should define the expiry. <laughs> yeah, yes. Does that explain that bullet that ricocheted off the wall near yes. you on the 12th of February? Do they just think, what do you think, he's got a year? It feels like it should have. Him. You know the small print thing. It thinks like it should say uh, 12th of February 23 or death in brackets, whichever comes first. <laughs> or, or next offer. Yeah, so I don't know if I if I can renew it, if I've lived you, too long. This, I, you're do, back to paying. I can, I can hear now a council person on the phone say, sorry, mate, you've lived too long. <laughs> You're going to have to go back to paying. We can you send know. someone round. Yeah. You know, yeah stop to this. You know, we, yeah, we, the, the living too long thing, we're trying to stamp down on next people. <laughs> Maybe it's advantage. a gentle hint. <laughs> so I wonder if everyone gets this. So it's a yearly thing. No, it's not a yearly thing. I've had it for <laughs> six years. And uh, they were guessing. 12th of February. What's, how random a date is that? It would be spooky if we compared it with someone else's and theirs expired after eight and someone else's nine and no, four. Do you know what They're I've guessing. Worked? No, I've worked it out. So it's about two Lucy, weeks. can you go into the street and stop some pensioners? <laughs> <laughs> it's two weeks after your birthday. Or so around then, maybe. Okay. Maybe they think one year it'll just all. They predicted it, you might be overwhelmed by the celebrations. <laughs> so yeah. two weeks after it is a safe bet. Okay. Well, I'm going. I'm investigating. I say when in, in, there are times on this show when I say I, you have to hear my personal assistant. Yes. <laughs> Is investigating yes. because I've really grown to love my over 60s travel card. During lockdown, it burnt a hole in my pocket. The <laughs> idea that I, I wasn't using it, yes, yeah. frustrated me. Anyway, I then got on the train, having paid with my credit card. Yeah. After all I've done for this country. <laughs> <laughs> You're, you've got an award from the. Yeah, monarch. I'm hoping when I get the MBE, I'll be able to. Um, 
just swipe that in supermarkets and everything. Never have to yeah. pay for anything again. <laughs> no, you better have a barcode on the back. Swinging it round your neck. Yeah. That would be great. Oh, what a gift a lanyard. that would be. And a lanyard. With one of those retractable... But also, I'd like it to have a slightly sort of civil service aspect to it. So maybe just a nylon string. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'd like. No, I'm business-like. I'm happy with that. <laughs> Absolute Radio. The best of Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. I was reading the other day about Oasis that during an Oasis gig... Liam Gallagher would do between five and seven Rubik cubes behind his back while singing. Really? You know, he was stands with his hands behind his back, <laughs> <laughs> and he has a special, like, little platform stitched yeah. into the the um, the tailed Parker. Yes, like a little shelf. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> it's always, I always, you know, my view that you do things best when you're doing something else yes. at the same time. I think mm. it, yeah. that, that's a very good uh, example. He's a multitasker. He, he can't sing in the rain or he drowns. Yes. Well, that's... Um, it's got to be a covered stage. I hadn't thought of that. Mm. So I... So I got. Um, I was telling you about the fact that I uh, struggled to get through to the actual platform on the London Underground because um, I've uh, officially died. <laughs> so um, I I did get on the tube It was busy It was like, you know It was uh, Thai time As we'd say Back in the black country And What's um, that, tea? Yeah Oh, OK So there's people And a man got on And um, I have to describe this man And I, I say this with all tenderness Facially Oh, dear He looked <laughs> like a homeless man mm-hmm. In that he got a very raggedy beard and and a black eye, a really big black eye. Mm. But he was immaculately dressed in quite fashion, I'd say high fashion clothing. Right. Mm. And I thought, oh, that's uh, interesting. And he said to me, oh, no, yeah. and he's one of these, he had very, very quiet voice, which on the tube... Useless. I said, I can't really... He said, oh, well, and I thought, oh, this is going to be... Different. People were starting to stare. And yeah. he reached into his... He had, like, a, a, a bag, like a designer shop bag. Huh? And he reached in, and he took out a small parcel, and he unwrapped it, and it was a, a, a slice of cheese. <laughs> um, and it had a, a thing on it which said something like, some French word and mature, and it was it was a lovely the way it had been wrapped. It was I obviously hope so. bought. I didn't say ladies after it. So it was bought from a what? <laughs> I wouldn't say ladies. No, it after didn't say it. that. So it had. Um, it looked like it was from a proper posh shop, yeah. and um, he offered it to me. Really? <laughs> so um, people <laughs> by now were staring, and he said, as he as he himself pointed out. <laughs> but I could tell by the gesture he was offering it. And so I broke a chunk off. No. Yeah. Only looked, it was still Are in you its... absolutely joking? No. I've Since I've been in Amsterdam, my cheese intake has gone through the ceiling. Yeah. You, um, you broke a chunk well, he was off. He was clearly offering, even though I couldn't hear him, his gesture I, was I one of giving. He was offering. You, you accepted cheese from a ghost. Yeah, exactly. Let's be frank. It was a bit... Ban- Banquo's ghost. Um, 
Banquo's whole couture ghost. Yes. <laughs> and it, I tell you what, I realised as you I playing at it was it was it didn't like posh rapping. So anyway, I had a chunk of it. It was lovely. Sure. And um, I wouldn't accept it off a friend. And then I thought this guy has got lottery winner written all over him. Homeless man buys lottery ticket. Goes to shop, buys those like the, the fanciest, most modern clothes, and like state of the art cheese, and um, but hasn't lost hasn't lost his roots of being indecipherable and having a black eye. <laughs> yeah, it was a really strange. You, and then he you carried, say he looked homeless, but then he was offering you food. But he was, he was immacul- offering you the cheese. He was immaculately dressed and. Um, and he said another five minutes of things I couldn't hear. And in the end, he, he became <laughs> exasperated at my non-response and stopped speaking to me. Happily, I'd reached embankment, so that was my stop. The best of Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Now, Frank, as a, a man who's, you know, you're in with the Royals now. Yeah, well, look, I'm not Nicholas Witchell. <laughs> but, yeah, I've had a bit of royal action just sure. lately. You really have. You were trusted to get close to the mat. Yeah. You're in, you're in I think you're in now, Frank. Yeah. Do you? Yes. You, you can I, be haven't been in, I haven't been invited to the uh, the concert. I thought no. you would be. Well, that's because you call it the concert. I think now if you yeah. said something, you could be quoted as a royal insider. <laughs> In a in a tabloid article. Do you think so? Yeah. You're the closest I've got to a royal contact. Mm. Um. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but have you seen, uh, in your capacity as our our royal contact, Frank, mm. the uh, official food of the coronation? Oh yes, this is. Um, I presume you say it like this: Quiche Lorraine, L O R E I G N. Oh, oh, very good. That's no, that's what it's called in the paper. Yeah. Were they not punning? It can't be the official name. No, no, it? it's a pun. I'm sure it's a pun. I was mm. going to say they're, they're going old school French language uh, titles <laughs> now. <laughs> they're going 1066. Well, it's called. Is it called coronation? Coronation quiche. Quiche. Mm. Yeah, as in coronation chicken. Yeah. Well, one of the things it said in, in the article I read, it said that the. Um, the people who designed it, who were like the royal household cooks or whatever, yeah. said that they hope it will become as popular as Coronation Chicken. Right. Like, not very It's a very, popular. A very it's low like, bar. It's, it's horrible, Coronation it's, Chicken. Yes. Does Coronation Chicken have the raisins in it? Is raisins it and curry powder. It's yellow thing. with, yeah. Pineapple? Oh, no, I don't think. I think you're thinking of Chicken Maryland. Oh, no. Either way. Either way, so they sort of. We hope that with time, people will find the coronation quiche as disgusting. Again, they should have called that coronation. It was yeah. originally called poulet. Poulet poo. <laughs> uh-huh. Chicken droppings. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Wouldn't was that be great if one of one of two? Say if Agneta Falkstock had bought a farm and she walked through and somebody said, "What's that on your Wellington's?" Poulet Poulet. <laughs> it was Poulet Rain Elizabeth or something. So oh, anyway, yeah. I wasn't happy with Quiche Lorraine, so no. I thought I'd come, I'd come up with my oh. own oh. royal quiche. What do you think of this? Go on. Quiche to the castle. That's okay. what Sean Connery <laughs> would call it. <laughs> I love it. 
quiche to I, the I, castle. I see that you do. <laughs> yeah. It's much better than quiche Lorraine. Do you know Come what? On. I don't dislike it. Okay. The, uh... I, I quite, it's growing on me, quiche to the castle. Yeah. It really is, Frank. <laughs> because I'm seeing the packaging, and you know how a quiche often, not always, but sometimes favours a window. Mm. Like a sort of uh, washing machine. Yeah, have you not bought a quiche like that? M&S do them like that. Oh, okay. There's a little plastic window where you can see what you're getting. Oh, yeah. yeah. As if the quiche was on I, a submarine. I was, sorry, I thought you meant trellis. Oh, I you see. You know when you oh, get a pastry no. trellis? No, trellis. No, no, no. No, I'm talking about the visual, the, the merchandising. Yeah, the packaging. Yeah. But I'm thinking there could be some potential there with the quiche to the castle. We can do something with that little window, surely. Yeah. Okay? Yes. Maybe some uh, <laughs> castellation on the pastry around the edge. Yes. Yes. Yeah. A little portcullis. Yeah. Something you could like have that. some like red peppers looking over the battlements <laughs> bat for intruders. It's getting quite complicated. <laughs> well, you know, What's it's a big occasion. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, the, the, the coronation is quite complicated, to be fair. <laughs> well, um,. Yeah, I I think mine's better. Anyway, as ever with puns. This is the best of Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Well, we are talking about the coronation quiche. Yeah. What, quiche to the castle, do you mean? <laughs> oh, immediate rebrand, is it? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Okay. If it ain't... Uh, it was broke and it needed fixing. Mm. Mm. Something I've learned from reading uh, the quiche article that I read was that, and this this knocked me flat, oh, that oh. one thing that's disapproved of, an absolute no-no in the quiche world, or would it be a non, a non? <laughs> non merci. Is cheese. Oh. Fromage. You're not allowed to put, if, you, if you're a purist, you don't put cheese. I thought cheese was the absolute... Centre of a of a quiche. Well, I mean, well, there's cheese in the royal quiche. They love an earth. It's earth based. It's a sort it? of it's a sort of radio code from the Second World War. <laughs> yeah. There is cheese in the royal quiche. What it, what it I sounds repeat. someone with a bowler hat. It sounds like, like it sounds like a really <laughs> terrible guess on catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> There's cheese in the royal quiche. No, no, it's good, but it's not right. Oh, is I can it, see why is you it say cheese that. in the quiche? <laughs> Please. Yeah. It's a bird in the hand, you fool. Is it cheesy tart? No, no, it's not cheesy tart. And how dare you? It's good, but it's not right. Well, in the article about the quiche, they actually there's a, they refer to it as the royal vegetarian tart. Oh, okay. Oh, that's unnecessary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they say it's vegetarian. They say it contains broad beans and spinach. And you think, all right. <laughs> No need to shout. It's vegetarian. We get it. All right, Highgrove, calm down. But I read a complaint yesterday that it isn't vegan, and so someone's come up with an alternative uh, vegan. Because there's cheese in it, it? I suppose. Vegan quiche to the car. Oh, it's all gone wrong. I don't know know what that one would be called. Mm. Bleak Lorraine. (laughs) 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 Um... So, yeah, no, uh, and also it said that um, we hope people will eat, eat it whilst watching the coronation. What a lovely idea. I suppose. I'm also... I have a bit more confidence, we hope. Yeah, I'm also <laughs> going to eat it whilst watching Lorraine. <laughs> <laughs> Shame to want to use it once. <laughs> 
<laughs> Wouldn't that be? If you met someone who every morning watched Lorraine eating a quiche Lorraine, wouldn't you have an admiration for that person? I would think, you know what? You are a special human being. Yeah. You've, you've gone that far. I particularly like the red pepper with the small musket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about... Because they also... You've picked up on the broad beans, mm. Frank. And, and why the hell wouldn't you? They've also <laughs> created a special royal sausage. Did you read about this? What? Uh, the sausage royal? <laughs> That's what that should have been called. Sausage <laughs> Royal, obviously. Honestly, I'm well, I'm in the wrong job. Do you wanna know the do you wanna know the ingredients? Yes. Okay. Well one was it Scottish pork? Yeah. Scottish pork. Scottish pork. pork. <laughs> Scottish pork. What do animals have nationalities? <laughs> it's, it's I thought surely they are citizens of the animal kingdom. They're not. No. They don't have visas. They're not constrained by national <laughs> borders. Tartan, tartan bacon. But, but why do you think they call it the animal kingdom? It transcends all national boundaries. I don't. I don't want to see pigs being um, compartmentalised like this. You don't want to see them being divided by human... Also, no. the idea that no, you... it's just with a knife and fork. <laughs> oh, my God. Sorry, everyone. The best of Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio.